0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: The Detroit Lions fall short to the Dallas Cowboys 35-27. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we're going to break down the game and look at some bright spots and also some of the negative spots from the game. We also have this week's oopsie doopsie and baller of the week. And we also have some more voicemail questions, some more voicemail venting from our listeners, all being played on episode 60 of the Pride Podcast.
2: Blue
0: wire Touchdown the trickle is got it. Wants to throw from deep in the pocket. Throws deep downfield. He wants door set. It is picked up by
2: Light.
3: Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 60 on the Blue Wire Network. And today's episode will be sponsored by Untuck It. I am joined by the two suspects, as always, Pierre and Malcolm. And before we talk about this football game, the Dallas Cowboys game, the Lions lost seven out of their last eight games, before we get into all that, I want to give a big thank you to all the people that have been listening for the past year. We've been recording. This is our 60th episode, and we've been recording for a full one year, and that is actually crazy. Woo. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say, man. I'm like, I'm shocked. It's been a fun run. You guys made it fun, and if it weren't for you guys' support, we wouldn't be doing this. So, appreciate all the people that have ride and die through the thick and thin you know the bad lines teams guys are still listening I appreciate it love y'all thank you guys so much
4: Yeah, guys thanks for the support we appreciate it and we'll continue to provide you guys the best content ever let's do this
1: (laughs) man looking back it's been a whole year it's crazy man I mean like how many recently this is episode one (laughs) like like, man like,
4: like don't I clap (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's crazy how much we improved and um how much we got better and the chemistry got better and we're still you know we're still getting better you know so um, we made it the year i mean thank you to all the listeners and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep rolling. No matter what the record is, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep on chugging.
3: Yeah, it's crazy, man. One year we've already had interviews with the guys at like Glover Quinn, Darius Slay, some you know big Lions stars, man. Josh Johnson, Odia all of them, man. It's, yeah, yeah. it's been awesome. Six interviews and in one year doing this. It's actually crazy. And you know, like we said, we're gonna try to bring out the best content as always. So, all right, let's get into this Dallas Cowboys game now. So the Lions to the Dallas Cowboys, 35-27 to at Ford Field. And like I mentioned, this is now their seventh loss in their last eight games. And you guys remember at one point the Detroit Lions were
4: 2-0-1? Yeah, good times. Yeah. But those times are gone.
3: So. Yeah, we are now at 3-6-1. and one. And um, like we mentioned last episode, me and Malcolm were arguing that the fan base is 50-50 on our coaching. And we were all happy after three weeks. But that's not the story right now. So, okay. Peter, you want to go ahead and break down the injury report? Or I
4: guess the guys that got hurt during this Detroit Lions game? Or do you want me to do it? I got it. I think I got it. Um, (laughs) So the injuries that were, like, documented is Trey Flowers and Frank Ragnow are on concussion protocol right now. Jamal Agnew hurt his ankle. Tracy Walker hurt his knee. Um, And then you had – what's the other player I'm missing? Nick Bodden, fullback. Nick Bodden, thank you. He came in injured, and then uh, he also got hurt injured, so – Uh, I don't know if any of them are major. They don't seem major, but I'm not a doctor, and concussions are tricky. So I don't know. So Matthew Stavard's actually dealing with a a six-week injury, they said. It's not originally what it was, three weeks. Originally, they said it was three weeks. Now it's six weeks. That's ESPN. Yeah, ESPN said that. Um, So honestly, just put him on IR.
3: Oh, yeah. It's been time to put him on IR, but it's officially time to put him on IR. (laughs) Uh, But... Yeah, I guess the real question is where do you guys want to start off? You guys wanna start off with the positives, the negatives? Where do you guys want to go on with this? Let's start uh, with the positives first, man. All sure with the just... Positives. Yeah, all man. Alright, right. positives. I those getting right into it. I like the offense. I was actually pretty impressed with this Detroit Lions offense against this Cowboys D. Um run game. You know, Bo Scarborough brought some Brought some extra oomph in there. I liked it, man. You know, coming off getting promoted from the practice squad the day before. Yeah. You know, he brought some juice in there. I liked it. Jeff Driscoll. I don't. Well, you see, the thing is, though, I keep reflecting back to stuff we talked about, but I keep forgetting the episode did not drop because audio technicalities. But I was mentioning, though, Jeff Driscoll, man. I was hoping to, I was looking forward to seeing him in, in his second start after actually knowing the week ahead of time that he will be starting instead of last week where he was known the day of that he was going to be starting versus Chicago bears defense. I thought he looked a lot better and you know, now people are actually looking at him as maybe he could be a long-term backup option. I was actually, uh, you know, pleased with Jeff Driscoll. I was pleased with Bo Scarborough. I was pleased with the offense. I thought Daryl Bevel called a good game, even being shorthanded with his starting, I mean running back and it's, starting quarterback i thought daryl bevel had a good game plan and i I was impressed you know he looked like a good backup quarterback out there
4: so the thing with driscoll he played good enough to win um and then like you said bro scarborough he ran the ball but he had 14 carries for 55 yards he averaged 3.9 but it seemed like he would make the first guy miss and that's that's the issue our backs have had they would not make the first guy miss so that was pretty good uh, Jeff Driscoll, he, he was like 15 for 26, 209 yards, two touchdowns. He also had eight carries for 51 yards and a touchdown. Um, so th- that's another thing with uh, Driscoll. One thing, though, I do want to see on offense is you can't wait until the fourth quarter to target Kenny Galladay or like get him involved into the game. You have to do it from the jump. Can- we, we said on this podcast, Kenny Galladay is a top 10 receiver and you have to get him involved also. You have a tight end. You selected number eight overall. You have to get him involved. I mean, there, I there has to be ways you have to get him involved. He's not, he hasn't been involved in the game. And then I want to say one more thing about the offense. Um, Jesse James only played 15% of the snaps, and he's making almost $6 million a year. That's unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> you want to play, Maybe he's not good. Do you want to play Bob Quinn for this shitty contract. Maybe they don't know how to use him. I don't know. I think you need to see them field more if you're paying if you're being paid that type of money.
3: Yeah, you know, I don't even think Jesse James is that bad of a player. His blocking's been mm-hmm. horrific this year. It's been awful. But you know, we saw in Pittsburgh when we signed him, the reason why we got excited. Red target. Yeah, like the receiving game, and he's not even out there. And I was actually kind of excited to see maybe a little two tight end sets, him and Hawk, you know, get them both involved. But neither of them are going in the passing game. We had we had a combined performance of all three of our tight ends on the roster. Yes, versus the Cowboys, they had one reception for six yards.
1: Yeah,
3: that's bad. Like that's that should not be happening, man. Especially with Jeff Driscoll, a backup quarterback, in there, you would think he would kind of want to rely on the, you know, the tight ends more. You know, get some more, you know, little short passes, dump it off a little bit. But no, <laughs> like I don't get it. It's it's odd. I think you paid Jesse you know if Jesse had some like a invisible games that's fine but for it to be now every single game this year he's had nothing more than I believe two catches in one game and that that might be generous if I said he had two catches in one game I don't know exactly but yes yes what's the like he had he doesn't even have ten catches year I don't think
1: <laughs> like I don't think he has he double digits might, he might not he might not it's, it's been bad
3: it's been real bad and we have this guy for another Three, four more years. Well, so. you could
4: move on from them after next year. Yeah, we got another year <laughs> with them.
1: <laughs> so, so we have to have another year with them, pretty much.
4: Uh, yeah, or you could like absorb the debt cap and just like say fuck it, just like get rid of him. But I don't think the I, I don't I don't think they'll do that because then if like if Hawk goes down, who do you have?
1: I mean, the same thing. You have no I mean, the Hawk, what has Hawk done?
4: Nothing. The offense will still be the same offense. We talked about it. Like tight ends take a while it. to develop. They're not. They're not. Um. They're not just going to come in and set the world on fire. They need to learn how to block. Yep. They need yep. to learn uh, sometimes how to pass protect and uh, run block. And uh, they also uh, need to learn route combinations.
1: I know. But what was everybody sold on when we drafted him? This he was guy ready to play. He's special. He's ready to go.
4: Well, he is He's special. Turn heads. Give it some time. Yeah. He will turn heads. I promise. Anybody
1: could be special with time. You know, never know.
4: No, like I, I'm expecting next year a big jump out of Hawk.
1: I hope. I hope he could just hold on to the damn ball when there's contact. That that that's that's one thing he has to work on is holding on to the ball when there's contact. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the offense was it was okay. alright. I mean, yeah. It was like, alright. I mean, Driscoll he had a hell of a second half. Right. Going to the first half, I wasn't happy with Driscoll's performance. I wasn't happy with the offensive line performance. Driscoll was five for t- – in the second half, At the halftime, Driscoll was five for 10 for 51 yards. And I was Dad, like – pissed me off. I was like, what is going – I was like, really? Five for 10 for 51 yards. But he bounced back. He had a hell of a game. Yeah, good adjustments. He, he, he started running the ball. He started being aggressive. Like, I don't, I don't know if he was playing scared at first, but I mean, he was I- aggressive. He was aggressive as hell the second half.
3: Yeah, I mean, that first half, he literally had no time and protection at all. Like, Taylor Decker got eaten up by Ro- uh, Robert Quinn that whole game, man. Yeah, he like did. Consistent pressure. Till Crosby looked awful out there. Like, the offensive line,
1: man. The offensive man, line yeah. like damn, look
4: as good. All. I think the yeah. only good one yesterday was probably, you want to say, Ragnow and Glasgow. But Ragnow got hurt. And Glass- yeah. Glasgow is probably your... The most consistent lineman this year, yeah. and they were—they're rotating him.
3: That's another thing that pisses the hell out of me is that they keep putting Kenny Wiggins in, and every time he gets in there, Kenny Wiggins not been looking like that good, honestly. No, he point. hasn't. No. So it just pisses me off that they have that stupid rotation with him. If it was with him and Dahl, I'd be like, I still don't like it, but I understand it a little more. But with Glasgow, like, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand the philosophy behind that. I don't know what Jeff Davidson is going off. Like, I
1: don't—I don't get it. Nobody knows what this coaching staff is going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. But I, I'll say this. I mean, they shocked the hell out of me. I, I if you're told me the, the Detroit Lions with Jeff Driscoll is gonna put up twenty seven points against the Dallas Cowboys defense who are not pushovers. They're 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 a top unit.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean Devil is like legit because Devil. he's without he's without like he's without uh Rick Wagner, running back. Right? He's without his running back without, like, a f- couple of his running backs. Um, he has a running back they just signed 10 days ago, signed off the practice squad, getting ready to play. And then he has this backup quarterback playing really, like, solid football. He's playing yeah. solid. Like, for a backup. Like, the offense played good enough to win.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, they put up 27 points. What, I mean, what else can you ask for your backup to do? There, yeah. There's not, there, you, you can't ask your backup to put up 40, 42 points. I agree. I do mean, you think about Twenty seven is what you It's a good number. It's a good yeah. number.
2: That yeah.
3: number should win you games, man. Yeah. And another thing about Driscoll that I kind of adored and it's kind of different from Matthew Stafford's game, and I'm not saying Stafford cannot do this, but Driscoll does this a little better is his running ability and <laughs> be- being able to escape <laughs> pressure and you know, run a little bit. And honestly, if Stafford was playing this game, I'd be scared to that I think he would have got really seriously hurt because you saw how fast the you know those Cowboys front seven players would get into the quarterback. Man, it was crazy. It was yeah, crazy.
1: How for some that. reason, Stafford. I think he has like a really good, like a really high percentage of throwing like completing passes under pressure. I mean, this yeah, reminds was- me,
3: this reminded me like the Cardinals game. Like that's how fast we're getting pressure. Like Chandler Jones looked like what um Robert or what's his name Robert Quinn. Yeah, Robert yeah. Quinn. Robert Quinn. Yeah, he looked. Chandler Jones reminded me of like what Robert Quinn was doing, or Robert. Robert Quinn was reminding me of what Chandler Jones was doing week one to Taylor yeah, Decker.
1: We, we, Ta- we get. We get what you're trying to say.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Taylor Decker looked really bad out there. Terrell Crosby looked really bad out there. Demarcus Lawrence was getting consistent pressure on them. I'd be scared to death if Matthew Stafford was out there. I think he could have seriously got
4: injured if he was out there.
1: Stafford would have been all right. Yeah, he, man- he knows how to. He knows He knows how to maneuver in the pocket.
4: Yeah. And a couple things about Driscoll, too. I thought there was a couple times he held the ball too long where he should have just ran. There was a few plays he should have just It'll ran. There were a few plays. Yeah.
1: There were a few plays he could have ran and got a few yards.
4: Yeah, he he just held onto yards. the ball too long or threw it out or just, like, threw an incomplete pass. Like, bro, don't hold on to the ball. You see a lane, run. Yeah, I mean, it's he d- simple. He doesn't get sacked, though, man. I'll give him that. Yeah,
1: he doesn't move down. Yeah. Yeah, he, he yeah, breaks, cycles too. Yeah, yeah, he breaks cycles, too. yeah, he breaks cycles, too. I mean Driscoll's growing on him, mean, y'all. I, I like him. I mean, I
4: do too. I think he's, not,
1: he's he's not number nine, but no, he's not nine. He's not nine, but I mean, he's 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 okay. I think we, we can get a couple games. It. I think we can win a couple games exactly. with him. Yep. Yeah, and, and by couple I mean a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get more than that.
3: Um, cool. I and mean, what what did I tell you guys? What did I text you guys? You guys were all pissed about Driscoll in the in our group chat during the game. I'm oh, we like, were. Yeah, it was 5 for 10 At for 51 point, yards. That off. For I know. For I'm 51 like, you guys, yards. you guys are spoiled with Matthew Stafford. The guy looked solid out there whenever he had the opportunity to pass the ball. He
1: had I no mean, time to
3: have to pass.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. After after you explained it and I watched it, I was like, you know what? Tyler's right. You know, yeah. he's, you like, know. he's a young guy, yes, he's coming so. into a really awful situation. He has no running back. I mean, he does have some. He has, does have a good receiving core, but
4: there's no time to. Th- well, yeah, to be fair, yesterday he had a running back.
1: Oh, he did have a running back. I mean, and I'm not sure if we should talk about this in the negatives, but why did they stop feeding him? He,
4: I don't he know. Went invisible. There, the, second, the issues yeah. with Scarborough, like, that have been like the reason why he's bounced around teams and practice squads, is because. Injuries, he's been this? hurt at every level.
1: shit. Ass? Not this again. Are you serious?
4: No, oh, yeah, he's yeah, really so. I ex- so ex- what about.
1: the hell, man. We can't <laughs> have a back. Like, why can't we have a back? That's like, okay, hey, this guy is proven to carry the rock 80 times in a goddamn game. And 80 time?
4: Okay, okay, <laughs> <I bullshit laughs> it, man.
1: But I'm just saying, like, come on, man. We can't limit guys. That, okay. Oh, he had 13, 14 carries. Let's take him out because I don't want this guy to get fatigued and hurt and break. I don't need this shit to
4: happen. Well, like, you know, you seriously, have to guys? Do that, though. Like, you, you, then if you, like Then if he gets hurt, then who do you have? Like, All right, oh,
1: he's coming back, why, baby. can't we have a back that just doesn't get hurt so easily,
4: man? That's why. Oh, man, I don't know. Why, man? Quinn or something. I don't know. He signs <laughs> LeGarrette Blanc. He signed CJ Andrews, and he drafted on Johnson. I don't know.
3: I mean, Malcolm. What'd you expect? It was a practice squad move, and he was promoted the day
1: before the game. I mean, I was just pray. I was hoping for a miracle, man. But I, come on, man.
3: I mean, honestly, if you limit, if you hold on to him, if he like continues to play like how he did yesterday versus the Cowboys, and he play, he gets that you know 10, 11, 12 carries, and you have another running back, let's say like on that's not a bad situation. I'm I mean, are we talking about next year? Carryon's not playing this year. No, next year, I'm saying. Next year? I oh, no, I'm not looking at Scarpa as a number two option. No, he's not your
4: number two option. Scarborough's 4, no, four. No. RB three or
1: four? If I'm talking about he might be fighting for a roster spot next year.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, he should be He fighting.
1: better be. If not, I'm pissed. <laughs> if he's just an automatic roster. As <laughs> <laughs> at number two, I'm not happy. No, Ty damn. Johnson
4: so hasn't just.
1: went wrong. That means something yeah. terribly went wrong.
4: And Ty Johnson, I don't think like he has the vision. I don't think he has the uh He's athletic, but that's all he is right now.
3: Well, they don't really run to his abilities either. Like they run up the A gap with him, and I've mentioned this multiple times. You got to run that just with Ty Johnson. Well, the tackles keep I don't know
1: why they don't, no don't, don't give him no tosses, no stretch plays. Yeah. Like, I, give him a screen, like wheel routes. The try you know, every time he gets a screen pass. You don't see how <laughs> you don't see how quick that play ends. Yeah. As soon as he touches the ball, like he gets tackled. I don't know, man. Just screen, try. The screen has a screen game hasn't been working for. It. It's like. I think teams are, like, fishing that out. Like, when they see Ty Johnson in the game, they're like, all right, that's going to be most likely a screen.
3: Yeah. I would like to see a wheel roll with him, like, a
1: kind of like Tariq Cohen
3: offense, you know, what they do with him. He has a guy that, like that speed, like Cohen. We don't, we don't know that shit. We don't do any of that shit. But, you know, I thought overall the offense was it was It wasn't special. I mean, it wasn't anything to brag about. It was good enough to
4: win against a top-ten defense. It they they played like 27 well. 27
1: points. I mean, there's yeah. not much you can ask. No, no, yeah. I,
3: was, I was satisfied. I was really
1: satisfied. All um, right. Yeah, let's go listen. to the negatives, man. Okay, Wait. the
3: negatives. Uh, Matt Patricia, defense. Uh, let's keep the list going. Bob Quinn, everything. This team sucks ass. Everything else about that performance, everything else about the performance that we just mentioned was ass. Okay? Mm, that's
4: yeah, all I'm yeah. say.
3: All right. That's Push the end of the more? podcast. All
4: right all right, <laughs> all right. all right. All right. All
3: right. All right. Let's take a quick commercial break before we talk about the negatives because there's a lot of negatives, and it's going to take a <laughs>
1: while. So <laughs> we, we, we will be back, guys. the holidays are almost here and you know what that means gifts and what's a better gift to give a guy in your life than a stylish shirts that fits just right unlike most brands untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked untucked shirts always fall at the, just at the right length no matter if his size so he looks casual and sharp let me tell you a story real quick when I went out and ordered some shirts from you know their competitors just for looking for some dress shirts i ordered it and man when i got the when i got the box and opened it up the shirt was all wrinkled and it was just so long when i put it on you just have to tuck it in um there, there was just no way that you could just wear it untucked but with untuck it you go online to the website and they have a wrinkle free section and i just went i just went ham over there i just started ordering stuff left and right and let me tell you, when I got all those shirts and you put them on, they fit just right. You don't have to you don't have to tuck it in. And the best part about it, they're wrinkle-free. <laughs> like the, the shirts, they, they, they weren't wrinkled. Oh uh, it was just it was just insane. You know, best part about shopping with Untuck It. With more than 50 combinations, Untuck it shirts looks great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Now you can find your favorite Untuck it style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. You can choose styles from wrinkle free button downs like I just talked about, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With them tuck it, your shirt never looks baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping online for the perfect holiday gift or trying to get crafty and smart, relaxed out of your own, Untuck is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com and promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. Tell them Malcolm sent you.
3: you All right, guys, we are back. So, as I promised, we got negatives. We got oopsie-doopsie, baller of the week. We got some of your calls in. Let's get right into it. So, Pierre has one positive. Just one positive. I
4: said gonna... we uh, want to uh, talk uh, negatives. We'll... Yo, more positive? One positive. Oh, here we go. Oh, what my was gosh. my biggest concern coming into the week? Biggest concerns? What was all of our biggest concerns for the Lions defense coming into the week? Stopping the run. Stopping the run. They, they stopped the run, okay? But at other than stopping the run, they didn't do nothing else. Ezekiel um, Elliott had 16 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown, 2 point in a carry. Overall, yeah. as a team, they had 24 carries for 75 yards, 3.1 a carry and a touchdown. Their longest run was nine yards. Yeah. That was yeah. probably one of my biggest concerns.
1: That was impressive.
4: It looks like the run defense maybe has been fixed. We've seen him play well. <laughs> this
1: is two weeks in a row.
4: It's two weeks in a row. It's <laughs> two weeks in a row. <laughs> The game they did uh, bad against was um Oakland, but the, followed, maybe it's fixed. I don't know. Game
1: they followed the Bears game. They shut down, they completely shut down whatever running game they have. I'm not sure if they have a running game. I'm not sure what is going on. I don't know what Chicago has, but whatever they have, they shut that down. Right. And then the Cowboys they just shut down their running game. They did a hell of a job on Zeke, and Zeke is he's healthy, so I can't I can't say shit. Yeah, you can't. But Malcolm, did
3: you see how bad that Bears offense looked on Sunday night?
1: Uh yeah, it, it forced me to turn off the TV and uh watch something else because just it was just bad. <laughs> yep, I just want to mention that from the last episode. But okay, okay. C- continue.
4: All right, now let's get into the uh the negatives. Uh, the Cowboys had 519 yards of offense. Oh my lord. Um, the secondary has collapsed. And that probably has to do with the pass rush. There is absolutely no pass rush. Dak Prescott mm-hmm. said in his interview, sometimes he went through his progression tw- two times or three times a game. He said he credited his O line, but bro, like, think about that. You go, there's like, you go through your progressions two or three times in a game. Like, you
1: mean per play, right?
4: My bad. Yeah, per play. Yeah. So, he said he did that a couple of times. If if you if you think about that, bro, like, just Deion Sanders is out there. If like the best of the best DBs to ever play the game are out there, they can't cover that long. Yeah.
3: I mean he like, was in the pocket. I can make for, like, a
4: sandwich and this guy would still be in the pocket just waiting to throw to someone. That yeah. that's how bad our pressure is. Detroit is twenty-eighth in pass rush, um pass rush and sack rates. Twenty-eighth in the league out of thirty-two teams.
1: Yeah. Freaking yeah. pathetic.
4: And it's they signed it's uh, it's up, up, up. They signed Mike Daniels to like a seven million dollar deal or eight million dollar deal or something like that. They signed Devon Kennard to like seven, eight million dollar deal. And then Trey Flowers, your big money man. I think at nineteen a year, or eighteen or nineteen a year. So they invested. It's just not working out.
3: Yeah. It's, it's not the players. I'll say that. The players are actually doing a good job of what they're supposed to do. What? I mean,
1: I can't, mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't uh, hundred percent say.
4: I both, bro. Yeah,
1: I can't hundred percent say the players are are doing.
4: They're executing training.
1: everything the way they're supposed to execute. I mean, we could all. I think we could all say that. I think the whole defensive line, as far as like Snack Harrison, Ayan Robinson, they all they all hit took a they all took a downgrade. Yeah, so between you know what, what they were last year. Okora, Okora, like how Devon many sacks did Okora have? I think
4: was better, a lot better last year. Devon Canard has been. I mean, Canard does his job, Kinnard,
1: though. yeah, he. I mean, Canard is probably the only consistent. He's player the most we have consistent
4: right guy. Now. Even Flowers, when Flowers is starting to become healthy, he's yeah. he's starting to become consistent too.
1: Yeah, but I mean. Where's the push up the middle? We have... Well, they're rushing John Atkins up
3: there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, he, he did. He did blow up one play, but he... Oh, he it sure did.
1: That. He blew out the... Yo, that was one hell of a play he made. <laughs> but Too bad he couldn't finish, but... I I, mean, that's who the rush up the middle. Think about it. Who, who was these rushing? For the, that was the fastest we ever got to the quarterback in <laughs> the season.
4: For real, it was crazy. And then there was another play where they blitzed Davis, and Davis completely whipped on it, too. Like, yeah. he came... Thing. I mean and, you gotta uh, think
1: about it. You gotta think about it. Coming in like in the offseason, we honestly felt like if we just rush four, we'll be able to generate a hell of a lot of pressure. We all thought that. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I don't
4: think to use injuries as an excuse, but to be fair, Deshaun Hand has been hurt a lot this year.
1: We haven't um, had our the whole defensive line has a big
4: yeah, Mike Daniels has been hurt, like the promising fourth round rookie, whatever, he hasn't really even played yet and I think his last chance to play is this week we'll see if they activate him it's just like I don't like using an excuse I know they have players like you still have Daniels Flowers and uh, yeah, I a lot of players. Devon we, Bernard but like we have enough we out. have enough
1: to not look pathetic I'll just put that out yeah, there that's but we're, we look, the defensive line on passing play just looks pathetic sometimes man this looks sad
4: Right. They did blitz yesterday. They didn't get there, and, and like one of the blitz they had, uh, Dallas called a screen, and a screen is like the best, like one of the best plays against the that blitz. That was that was a, that that was was a, a hell of a catch.
1: That, that, that was a cover zero.
4: That was a hell of a catch. though. Yeah, Detroit blitz. That's like that's like the perfect call against a screen pass against the blitz is a screen, and like that's great execution. I don't know California. how the hell or they knew. Do
1: I don't know how they knew we were gonna blitz. We rarely blitz like that. Yeah, and the just, one time we blitz, what do we do? Did we get burned by it. That was
3: a hell of a catch, man. Like, deck threw that ball was super low, and Zeke went down and caught it, and contained balance, and scored the touchdown, man.
1: Gave me fantasy That's points. Great. Sorry about that, guys.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking, it was, it still, like, Kellen Moore, like it, it was a great design, great play called okay, by him. Great, great play. Like he knew the lines were blitzing. He called a screen. You know, it's pretty yeah. impressive. And yeah. then one more thing, man. Like Dallas has these speedsters, like. Gallup is fast, Cobb is fast, Cooper is fast, why like they played some zone, but then they like they ended up going to a lot of man. And we saw like, like you can't keep up with speed when you don't have when,
1: yeah, like, the guys. when the
4: quarterback has all time to throw, all day to throw. And then Melvin, bro, yeah, like I liked Melvin in the beginning, but he's like I don't know what's wrong with him.
1: I told you we should have kept tease.
4: And then okay. okay, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> Coleman, like Coleman is good, but what has like he yeah. hasn't he hasn't been playing that well. He's given up 10 touchdowns. He's he's done, like, any he year. Yeah, he's he given up a lot touchdowns
1: of touchdowns
4: He slipped on a crucial pass. And then Cobb, I think, got like 20 or 30 yards out of it. I'm not exactly sure. But he slipped on a pass. It's just a disaster, man. Like, mental breakdowns, mental errors, whatever you want to call them. Play after play after play. It, 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 it seems like if one person screws up their job, everything is screwed up with this defense. <laughs> No, it's serious, and that falls on the coaching, bro. Like, Once players is, bro. out of position, it's done. That's, like, how def- that's how defense is, and that's why I love to play it. Because all you have to do is worry
1: about your job. So if everybody do your job, guess what? You have a good defense. But yeah, you're, if one person's not doing their job, they could fuck up the whole defense.
4: Like when there's when the D line is playing poorly, it affects everyone. You know, like the linebackers yes. play bad. It affects the linebackers. DBs play bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh,
1: everything, is hand to, everything goes hand-in-hand, hand,
4: man. Yeah, and even Slay, like, he had a chance to get that pick. I know, like, he's he's probably, like, kicking himself over it, but you have to make that play, man. You just have to. Yeah,
3: yeah. There was a, another thing that pissed me off, too, was Rashawn Melvin guarding a tight end for, like, most of the game. Like, why is he on Jason Wayne? I know they don't have other options, but you're trying to tell me that,
4: like, Will Harris is not a better option? Or... Well- Tavon Wilson. So, well, Tracy got I, I, hurt, I think, and then they adjusted. Yeah,
1: Tracy was hurt, but I also have to see uh, Melvin. I have to look well, at, at the they're... formation because if they were the, if they lined, uh, you know, three, wide receivers, on one side, maybe you know, they're they're wide right, and Melvin was the only corner on the other side. Maybe that's why Melvin was guarding the tight end. I'm not sure. I got I got go back and look at the play and see how how it, how it happened. I'm I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure.
3: Cause that's like a few weeks I've seen Rashawn Melvin guard tight ends. It was the Minnesota game. I remember, Irv Smith was cooking him up too, man. Like that's that's not a favorable matchup for Rashawn Melvin at all versus any tight end. Like mm-hmm. any tight end, it's just not a good matchup.
4: Well,
1: he has no. better cover. He has be- the thing is, he has he honestly has better cover skills than than your safeties.
3: Still, man, you're gonna need the f- big physical body. Rashawn Melvin's way too small up like for the- Melvin's
1: a big guy, right? There's no, a no like he's two. a big
3: guy, he's 6'2. He's, he's six tall, two. but he's skinny as hell. Oh, yeah, that's, the I speed. Mean, that's what he has the speed. Yeah, I, he can't match up. On be him. Able- they box out him, they box him out like it's nothing, bro. I mean, they, they put well, basketball against him.
4: I mean, not- I to be honest though, like they, they like slow linebackers, right? That That's their fucking problem. They don't like linebackers who could cover. That that there's Patricia's scheme for you.
3: Yeah, just like 2K when you have a glass cleaner like on a sharp shooting shooting guard. That's what it seems <laughs> like. <laughs> God damn. And they're just getting boxed out and getting like nine offensive rebounds on me, and I'm a sharp shooting on 2K, so I know how this feels. It's not
4: nice, and that's what it looked like. Rashawn Melvin. They don't have a linebacker who could cover, it, and it's their fault. They like. You do have
1: players. a linebacker that could uh, like a cover. He just don't he don't don't
4: He's just on the bench. They don't play. You on the bench. They don't play get- him. You're trying to tell look, me
3: that Rashawn Melvin's a better matchup on Jason Wenton than Jalen Roosevelt? Come on, get the hell out of here. I'd
4: rather put, I'd rather put Melvin on them. I put Melvin, I'd rather put Melvin because of size wise, but he's a better like, he's a better he's cover May- guy. Yeah. They don't have like big linebackers or like a decent linebacker who could cover. And they want this type of defense. They want big guys who could clog up space. Like, what the hell have these big linebackers done? Just I think... Have-
1: Honestly guys, I honestly think it's time for I mean Rashawn Melvin probably needs to be benched.
4: Yeah, Amani actually saw Amani
1: needs to come in right now. I mean, this is time this is Amani time right now. This is this is time for Amani to come in, learn the game. He's gonna get beat, but who
4: cares? He's gonna get beat a lot. He's gonna get beat a lot, he's also he gonna make plays.
1: I mean well, th- th- every every rookie right now that's on the roster, throw him in this game right Throw him in the game because they, they, they need experience. Yeah, this I is was where they're gonna
3: get it. I remember when we did our draft coverage, I was saying, I hope he can kind of you know, get more of a role in the mid season towards the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I wasn't hoping it was this situation. We'd be just losing this bad and where we kind of just needed them to get experience. But I think it is time to get guys like CJ Moore out there. Amani, a Will Harris, obviously will be out there regardless, but, um, you know, it's time to get some of those young bloods in there. Let them get more of an opportunity. I'd like to see Austin, Brian be activated. Hopefully he's healthy. Um, You know, just see more of those young guys on defense, and it should be interesting. But yeah, I think it is time to play Amani Awarri. I'm just, you know, the Rashawn Melvin experiment. Got him. Like since the bye week, after the bye week, he's just been very bad, man. He's not been the same Rashawn Melvin that we saw in the first quarter of the season, and even the same thing goes with Justin Coleman since the first quarter of the season. He's just not looked the same. But um, yeah, it's been rough. The Lions' DBs this year. Or at least since week four.
4: Yeah. I mean, you're stuck with one of them, though. One of them's making nine million a year. The other one's on a one-year deal. If you want to cut maybe Rashawn Melvin and maybe sign the guy I like a lot, he's still young, Trevor Williams. He's been a cornerback one, cornerback two for the Chargers.
1: Or you could roll with Michael Jackson. Yeah, I really going to say that. Like, Just promote Michael Jackson. Get him he's in on the team. Yeah, he's but on you still want
4: like, another corner, though. Like I like Trevor Williams. I think he's worth, like I don't know.
1: I mean, we're not competing right now. There's no point in paying this guy the money. There's no point.
4: He's, he's only going to get a vet, man. He's been working out for a lot of teams. He worked out for us, actually. He's a free agent. So
1: I know, but what's the point?
4: I mean, yeah, there's no really
3: point because it's the same thing as Rashawn Melvin, essentially.
1: You like, might as like, well get the young guys as much reps as possible.
4: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Amani and get Michael Jackson. And then and Michael Jackson in there. Signed some dude on the practice squad or something like a young if guy. He has
1: a, and I'll tell you, if he plays with a glitter glove, like, he will be my favorite player.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're on right. Spotify, so. Um, okay, so let's get into the oopsie doopsie of the week. And we'll get into the baller of the week. And is that oh, all you guys have to say about the no Cowboys help.
4: game? Shout out. Shout out to Jerry Davis. Um, His role has been reduced a little the past couple weeks, and he's been playing well. Jared Davis. So the last two weeks he's been playing good football. There you go. Okay.
1: You're not gonna talk about that missed tackle he did, miss sack, but about that. Okay. Earlier. All right. I mean, shout out to Jared Davis. He gave a shout out to Jared Davis. I guess. Shout out to Jared know, Davis, football. man. And he interrupted the play, man. That's all I asked for out of him. I, mean, even
3: if he... I would love if he could finish the sack, but like, if yeah. he's interrupting plays, I'm fine with him. Because
1: yeah, you got to think about it. Nine out of ten quarterbacks, if they're getting that type of pressure, they're going to either throw the ball away or make a really horrible throw.
3: Exactly. So yeah. I'm fine with that, honestly. I would love if he can make the tackle, but if he's not, I'm still okay with him getting the pressure. But let's get into the oopsie-doopsie of the week, and let's get into the baller of the week.
4: Oh, <laughs> boo play a sad song for you on the world's smallest
3: violin. For my oopsie doopsie of the week, we gave a lot of praise to this offense and we shitted on the defense a lot. But I'm going to give it to a unit on the offense. I'm going to give it to the offensive line. Uh, specifically, the offensive tackles. And I guess you could throw Joe Dalman there. So the whole offensive line in general. I was just not impressed. A shit, pre- shit ton of pressures. Um, making Driscoll run for his life. And Damn. still had a solid game him with it, but I was not impressed at all. Guys like Decker, guys like <laughs> Terrell Crosby, I want to see him step up because Crosby is looking at, we said this last episode, we, we hope he could step into a future starting role, right? Crosby?
4: Um,
3: yeah, so you know, I was not impressed with him last game. am not saying he's a bust. I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm still hopeful he could mm. start in the future, but they weren't good, so I'm going to give it to the tackles and
1: Joe Dahl. <laughs> mm. You give it and you take it away. I mean, last okay. week we had them as a the baller of the week. Yeah, we, I know. Last, that... week, last week we gave the whole offensive line the baller of the week, pretty much. We gave specifically Taylor Decker, too. When we gave Taylor week. Decker, then we gave a shout out to the whole offensive line. And then we just very next week, all of them oopsie doopsie of the week. Yeah, I mean they weren't good. God.
4: They were they were really bad. Wow. Okay.
1: We'll, we'll see. I
4: think they have another challenge this week. We'll talk about that later in the week, though. Um all right, my baller of the week. I was like, "Who the hell deserves this ball of the week?" Hmm. And then I and I like I did like a deeper. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give it to Daryl Bevel. And here's why: uh, your starting quarterback is out. Your starting right tackle is out. Um, your running starting back. running back is out, and you're playing a your top ten defense with the Dallas Cowboys. Your first half was little, and eh. you put up 14 points. Right, five, and your quarterback was five of 10 for 51 yards. Then you come out in the second half, great adjustments, um, ran the ball well. Uh, I, it was really impressive. If you told me that Jeff Driscoll would put up 27 points against the Dallas Cowboys a week ago, I would have said, you're out of your mind. Like, get out of here. It's not going to happen. So a lot of credit goes to Beville for preparing those guys and a really well-coordinated offense. But I'd, like I said, though, he has to get Kenny and Marv more involved, though, and like Hawkinson. But really impressive. So he's my baller of the week.
1: I think Marv, Marvin Jones is like his favorite target right now.
4: Looks like it.
1: Yeah. They had two touchdowns in the game,
3: and I mentioned fantasy football. So shame on me. So so did I. Don't worry. And I started yeah. Kenny Galladay.
4: I started so, Kenny Galladay, too.
1: Like, shit.
4: Yeah. You, have Galladay. Points.
1: you have Galladay and Marvin Jones? Yeah. My, my whole roster is pretty much like the Lions.
4: Oh, so, so you lost just, the Lions. That's
3: just, that's just how your season's going. gone. What's your record?
1: <laughs> I am. One. Wait, wait. I can, I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now. Um and, and by the way, I did win this week. Um, I am with this win because I I pretty much already won. I'm gonna be seven to four.
3: Thank you, Zeke.
1: Seven and four, and I'm third. Yeah, no, I'm third. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm stacked on the running backs. <laughs> running backs in my league are I got Zeke. I got Josh Jacobs, and I have Chris Carson. Cool. Yeah.
4: Okay, I, the you play with don't know how to draft. Anyways. Um <laughs> that is true, Malcolm. No I, I I, say no. no, I
1: went back to back. My first pick was Zeke. My second round I went Chris Carson. And then everybody was sleeping on Josh Jacobs. So like, huh? I'm like, okay. i me pick up Josh Jacobs. All right. Yeah. I think I picked him up like round four or five. Man. Yeah, I think
3: I got Carson. This is round four too. I have Carson and Philip Lindsay right now. And then uh Carlos Hyde at the start for me because Carson was on a bye. So it was a roughly for me in the back situation. But you guys don't give a shit about my fantasy team. You don't I give a shit about Malcolm's
4: give, fantasy team. One more thing before the voicemails. I want to bring up something, and this is kind of negative, but it deserves to be brought up. Um, the Lions are averaging 24 points in their losses, okay? And TJ Lang actually tweeted this out. Now, if these other teams at that, Patriots would be 8-1, and one, the Ravens would be 8-2, and two, the Bears would be 7-1-1, one and one, and the Bills would be 9-1. and one. It tells you how sad our defense is. Yeah. The team is putting up we'll 24 read. points, averaging 24 points in their losses. Like, what's going on here?
1: I think we're officially uh, dead last right now.
4: Uh, you want the defensive rankings? Here's the, Here are the defensive rankings for you guys. Okay. Now, this is also negative, okay? They're 27th in scoring defense, 30th in total defense, 30th in pass defense, 23rd in run defense, 30th in third down defense, 28th in sacks, 28th in sack rate, and then 28th in red zone defense. And shout out to Dim- Jim Costa from ESPN.
1: I don't think I don't think those are updated. There's just no way we're still thirtieth.
4: Yes, thirtieth.
1: After putting after after they're they 30th. dropped five hundred yards on us, we're thirtieth.
4: It's thirtieth. Okay. Whatever. Well, Who we, gives a shit? Either way, it's bad. Yeah, I, I thought we would have been thirty-two. Um, you said five hundred-yard performance. None of those categories at least below twenty. Yeah. You
0: they're
3: said all, the bear, you said if we were the Bears, would be seven-one and one. Yep. I always say that to Bears fans because like. I know Lions fans hate Bears fans. If you guys go on Twitter, you'll see it all day. Lions fans hate Bears fans. But like <laughs> I, I, for some reason have like actually a good connection with Bears fans because we like relate. We relate so much. Like, and I always said if we if we had your defense and you and you guys had our offense, you know how sick our team would be if we combined teams. And that's actually I didn't know that seven one and one. So I was right. You know if you combine
4: the Lions and Bears, you know how good that team would be. Yeah, be very but good. If the Bears had, like like us, I think we're exactly the opposites. Their offense is horrible and our defense is horrible. If the it Bears is. had a somewhat, like, average offense, they'd you're be the really as good. As a, and if the Lions the had an average defense, they'd be good. You're in the exact same
1: exact situation as us. Like, the way we feel about Patricia, like, they oh, he's that supposed that to be this defensive genius. Like, how are you doing this to our defense? They look at back nagging, and they're like, yo, what the hell? You're supposed to be this offensive genius. Well, what are do you doing with your the offense? quarterback,
4: I mean, you kind of uh, –
3: like, I don't know. Nagy is Nagy on his growth too. I'm. he did
1: the
3: but I'm not gonna get too
1: much there. It's all, all right. It's, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's before, get into, before we get into that. I just want to make it clear that I still think Jameis Winston is a worse quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. No, okay, keep, no. We'll keep, no, no keep I think Jameis is better. No, I don't. I okay. I don't care. Voice mails he, like t- he had like thirty interceptions right now. I don't give a shit. Voicemails. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, don't I want to to hear it. the voice. <laughs> all
1: right, let's get into the voicemails. Let's get into voicemails. Uh And this is going to be fun because I haven't listened to any of them. So this is going to be new for all of us. All right. Yes. Let we,
3: we have not listened to any of them either. Uh,
1: voicemail.
2: Uh What are your thoughts on uh maybe trading a couple pieces on our team or maybe like future graphics for Chase Young? He looks like another Khalil Mack, and I'm pretty sure that's what we want to see.
4: Okay. All right. Um, you guys know how I feel about Chase Young. I've, I've texted you guys this. I treat the farm for Chase Young. What <laughs> I mean by that is I would do whatever it takes to get Chase Young because he's a game changer, and he's the best pass rusher to come out probably since Von Miller or Khalil Mack. And I think he might be a better prospect than Khalil Mack coming out. I just love Chase Young. He's a beast. He, he could set the edge, stop the run, rush the passer. Um, he's just a beast, man. He's huge. He's big. He has the size. He has the speed. He destroys offensive tackles, bro. They triple team him sometimes, and he still gets pressure. He's just a beast. He's a dog.
1: Let me ask you a question. What would you pull like an RG three type trade?
4: What was RG three trading? It was three first round picks three first round picks? No, I don't think so because like you're not you're not jumping all the way from like 15 or they jumping from like the top 10 to like two? I um, think that's what they did. <laughs> was I it? I think that's what Washington did. I yeah. don't know what Washington, Washington did, but did. I think that's like an overpay. Um maybe two first round picks like this year and next year and maybe like a three so uh, or a two. You nothing, I don't you know. do
1: nothing outrageous. You will not do like I mean two firsts is kind of outrageous, I'd say it's it's expensive.
4: No, yeah, you're moving from 10 to 2. Though. That, 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 that's supposed to be expensive. The yeah, value is a big difference from 10 no, no, to I'm saying, 2.
3: Th- that's a very risky trade, though. What I'm saying is.
4: <coughs> well, you no, know, yeah, think about it. To take, they have to take risk, bro. And, like, it looks two, like they'll be back. I don't want them to be back, but it looks like they'll be back. And you can't just, like, can just say, okay, let's just draft this guy because this guy is a high character guy. This guy fits what we want to do. No, nah, man, you got to be bold. You got you to do something different. Be aggressive. Oh, okay. They're on Pierre, the hot seat coming into next year.
3: Pierre, Pierre, did you not hear that uh, Chase Young actually got suspended? The Detroit Lions do not take suspended you players. You can't
4: give a shit? Do you know why he got suspended? <laughs> he got yeah. suspended? you guys bro, want bro, to know why he got bro, suspended? suspended? Oh, shit,
1: scratch his name this off the why list. he got
4: suspended, because he asked one of his uncles or cousins or some shit for a loan so he could fly out his girlfriend to the Rose Bowl. And they gave him the loan. He flawed his girlfriend, and then now they're like, he can't do that. He suspended six games. That is the biggest bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Okay, that, yeah. that I don't care about that. That's not off my board. He's still right. on my board, number one player on my board. I trade <laughs> up to hey, go get him. I don't him. think,
1: Bob, 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 Bob I don't think he's like on Bob Quinn's board though. Bob Quinn
3: doesn't like suspended players.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I told
4: you
3: that. We, we don't like suspended players.
4: Um, All right, I'll just decide. I mean, you guys, would you guys trade the farm for him?
3: I don't know about the farm, but I, I mean I like him a lot. He's an elite prospect, but um, I think we're gonna be pretty bad this year. I think we could win maybe one, maybe two more games this year. So you are looking at around seven to
4: ten, ten. ten. Yeah,
3: one. you know anywhere from like six to ten. I would say around that range.
0: Seven,
3: uh, ten. No, 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 the six and ten range. Oh, talking about the okay. Then the draft. Okay. Um yeah, I think you're looking around somewhere there. If you win maybe one or two more games, uh, it's 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 risky. It's a tough game. Could be worth it. I don't know. I, I'm I'm stuck. There's a lot of good prospects at that position, but this guy, like you mentioned, could be like a Fon Miller, Khalil Mack type player. But I don't know. It's it's scary.
4: Just say yes or no right now on this spot. You're on this spot. No, but you gotta say what you'll give up. You're
1: number five. You're the fifth You're the fifth overall pick right now.
4: If you're the fifth, I mean, I don't Chase have Chase Young. Start the first
1: pick, the first first pick goes to they draft a quarterback. Okay. And then the second the second overall team wants Chase Young. What would you do to move to number 2? Uh I'm
3: just going to say man, that's tough. I'm going to say no. I say you're
1: no. no. Too yeah. too pricey, too too expensive for your blood? Too, too expensive. Too I expensive. mean I
3: don't know. you see, kind of like how Khalil Mack's kind of biting the bears in the ass right now. Like, they suck
4: right now, and they don't even don't have know, first but he had
1: a first round. We got a long run of causing hell, Well,
4: <laughs> Khalil Mack changed their defense, and he's Did still you? changing their defense. It's I sure don't know, man. Patricia that. scares the hell out of me because
3: I don't want to be if next year is a disaster and Patricia is gone. We're leaving our new GM without two first round picks, and oh, I don't, don't mean, even, ch- I, 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 I don't trust Young, that
4: Trey, Trey true. Flowers, Trey Young, and I mean, uh, Chase Young, and Trade flowers out to each other. You got Deshaun Hand in the middle with whoever else they want in the middle with him. Bro, yeah. that's that's all they said.
1: Is about two injuries out of that defensive line and screw all that shit up, and then we're back at square one. Yeah, oh, they'll, they'll have that's talent. Like
3: any team though, you know, that's like any. Defensive. I don't know. I don't trust this staff right now. I want them gone, and I don't want to do something gutsy like this. this kind of reminds me of whole different scenario. Whole different scenario. There we go.
1: There we but, go. Tyler. Go ahead.
3: The Pistons the they said about from, baseball. No, the
4: no. no <laughs> basketball. 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 The, okay. The Pistons oh, cool.
3: traded for Blake Griffin.
4: Yeah, Blake Griffin when, is twenty nine, though Chase Young is like. No, no, no Chase, I know, I
3: know. But this is when Stan Van Gundy was out the doors. They made a stupid move. They knew he was not your future coach. I don't want to do something stupid for the guy. I don't want Patricia here. I'm just thinking of scenarios that he's out of here. I want
4: Chase Young here. I don't care who's the coach.
3: <laughs>
4: I, that's I what I want. Shit.
3: I don't know. It's 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 too risky for me. I don't want to lose future draft capital.
4: Let me
1: or, let me, let me ask you. Like, is is the talent drop off between him and? And AJ,
4: that off? Yeah, it is kind of like... It's not a big drop, but it is a drop, bro. Like, I mean, could Chase you still
1: get don't... an elite player out of AJ? Yeah, you get an elite keep...
4: player. And you're keeping your first round picks.
1: And you're keeping yeah. your first round picks. You
4: could, yeah, you could get AJ probably at like... I think he's like to like the 7 to ten, eight to 10 range. Something like that. So, that's where we'll pick. You get AJ. But Chase Epinesa is like, like a once-in-a-generation type of Jalen. AJ... I mean, Chase Young is a once-in-a-generation type of deal. AJ Epenesa is not that. Yeah, I like, agree. I, Chase Young is like he's a difference maker, man. He's just different. I, I don't know. I, I mean,
1: agree. you guys are more into the college game than I am right now. How is the buzz? Is he like clearly cut as like a top one or two pick?
4: Chase Young, yeah, or, or Chase?
1: Is, it, is there is there a slight chance like a miracle opportunity? We might see like a Josh Allen type situation happen. No,
3: you're not gonna see a Josh Allen with Chase Young. Chase Young's from a bigger university than Josh Allen, so you could
1: make the argument that he's playing. He's going to be like kind of like a Bosa. He didn't get like the Bosa. Yeah, hype, pretty much. Yeah,
3: I, I agree because you know Bosa was from Ohio State as well. You know he's going to be in the playoff, college football playoffs. He's going to get the hype around him. So
1: okay, okay. Um, so there's no chance plays, of him dropping. There's no no yeah. chance of hell. Even if this is like a quarterback heavy. The first teams, first three teams are quarterback heavy. There's no chance of hell he drops. I can't see him drop. Well, I.
3: Or... I can't see if passing drop 4. I agree. I don't think, like, Josh Allen dropped all the way to 7. I see no way in hell that Chase Young's at 7.
4: If Quin and Williams went at 3, Chase Young has to go, like, in that, in that area. And Chase Young is a lot better than Quinn and Williams. Yeah, I is. thought Quinn Williams
3: was the number one pick last year, too. So Yeah, me too. So, but that, yeah. I, I, I personally would not trade two first-round picks for Chase Young, though. But it's a fair argument. I just don't, I don't trust the staff. And I want... I want him gone, so I want the future GM to have those
4: picks. Well, do something bold, man. In the future, GM would love to have Chase Young in his arsenal. Shit. Yeah, he would. But I'll say no. Hopefully, right, we just,
3: say. hopefully we just
4: suck enough and we can just get him. I mean, all right, Malcolm, what about you? What do you think? Yes or no? It,
1: it all depends on how they personally feel. If they're going to be all in and they say, you know, who cares what our draft pick, who cares where we're at next year? Because if they have this mindset that, look, if we get Chase Young... He's a missing piece right now. He's gonna take us to the Super Bowl. He's a missing piece to our defense right now. They feel like that, and they feel like their first round pick next year is gonna be number thirty two, or number thirty, or maybe thirty one or twenty nine. Why not?
3: Yeah, he'll probably not happening. Okay, there you go.
1: <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you if they honestly feel like that, they make the move. But if you feel like this is gonna be another top ten pick, don't don't do it. Well, I hope it's not another damn top ten. <laughs> I hope pick. not either. But you never know. They, they know. They I think they have an idea where they are and where they want to be more than what we know. So yeah. they feel like look, we're one pass rusher away from having this defense look like how it was last year. The end of last year. Second half of the year. Yeah. Second half of last year. And they feel like they're one pass rusher away and Chase Young is that guy. Do it.
4: All right.
1: Next question.
2: Hey guys, uh, Big Fan. So here's a quick um Hot pick. I feel like Quinn, Quinn
4: and Matt Patricia, Patricia should be fired immediately. Um, just never mind. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I tweeted this out and I agree with him. If, if you look at Bob Quinn's draft picks, let's take a look at him real fast. Taylor Decker, I mean, he's an average left tackle, but he's not playing like to his first round status. He's been a lot up and down. When you're a first round pick, you should be like really good. And then Jared Davis, his other first-round pick. I mean, he looks like a bust to me right now. He's up and down, more down than up. And then you have Frank Ragnar, who looks good, and TJ Hawkinson's, like, too early to judge. And then, like, Ashawn Robinson, he's a free agent. He He's played, like, a second-round pick at times, but at times he hasn't. And this year, I, I don't know if they'll extend him. He's been okay. T-Sabre, forget about it. Um, but, Yeah, like, Bob Quinn doesn't really have any different Carry on. speakers. Her... Carry has been hurt a lot. Deshaun Hand has been hurt a lot. Austin like, Brian hasn't been These are again. good players, but like, if they're not seeing the field, there's no point for them to being on the roster. Like, yeah, your,
3: be- your best ability is your availability.
4: Ex- exactly. Um, so, Bob Quinn, yeah, I'm fine with. I mean, if they fire Bob Quinn, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, we fired Bob Quinn. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't really care, to be honest. I mean, I'd be yeah. very happy. <laughs> <laughs> we already said our thoughts about Patricia's defense earlier. It's just his scheme is trash.
3: I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I'm going to start breaking pencils. All
1: right. Next question
2: The Lions are my favorite team, but this has to stop. It has to stop. Why in the dog world did we lose to the Cowboys? You cannot allow your offense to go out like that, and your defense can't stop a wick. Like, and it's sad. Patricia needs to be fired. We have to find a better defensive coordinator. And it's okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Did he say, why all in right. the dog world did we lose the Cowboys?
4: <laughs> he did all say that. Right. In all honesty, I actually expected us to lose that game. But, like, I also did not expect the offense to put 27 points. So, when they put up 27 points, he said something about the offense didn't do well. I disagree with that. I think the offense did well enough to win. But when you give a 519 points and 35 points on the, on the defense and you can't stop shit on third down, you can't, you, you're not, you're not going to win. All right. Next question.
2: Hey guys, it's uh, Tyler from New York. And I just had a question to ask you guys. What's the biggest freak out moment you've had during the lines? Like the most rogue you've ever gone. Uh, I have two stories. The first one was not as bad as the second. It was a Seahawks game with the illegal bat at the back of the end zone. Um, I had a bunch of old magazines in my basement, and when that happened, I just immediately ripped them up. I threw them like all around the room. It looked like confetti had gone completely everywhere.
1: God damn. Second
2: one, I think you probably guessed was the (laughs) Hail Mary against the Packers and the uh, illegal the phantom face mask. Tyler, I think you were at that game. I don't know what you did, but um, when that happened, I had gone over my wall. I immediately put two nice fist size holes in the wall. Ran outside. (laughs) It was like minus. 10 degrees out, I didn't know what I was doing, I took a freaking shovel, I chucked it across the backyard, nailed a hole in the freaking fence, I had to go to the old lady's house the next day and be like, yo lady, I put a hole in your fence, like that's my bed. but uh, that was the most rogue I've ever gone, I put all my stuff out to like a garage that we were having, and then I put it back in my closet, because I can't, I can't, as much as I hate feeling this way, I cannot give up on this team, but uh, mm-hmm. I want to know what your biggest freak out moment was, and uh, Thanks
1: for the show, guys. Enjoy what we're to. Wow. I, I just got to say one thing, man. This guy needs anger management. What in the. He nah, said man. He Tyson nah, man.
4: Nah, man. The Lions the do this. That's man. Just, He's a that's lawyer. Just my... He's from New York, bro. He's watching the Lions from New York. He might Tyson the wall, though. So okay. what? Do you blame him? You blame him.
3: So did, you hear, <laughs> did you hear the games he was talking about? Do you blame him at all? I mean, <laughs> yeah. he brought the Packers' Hail Mary game, he brought the Seahawks game. He brought up some brutal games. I did not blame that guy one bit. I guess my my biggest freakout one, I'd probably say it was the Hail Mary game as well. Um, I just remember watching the game in my living room. I had my Kelvin Johnson jersey on. Took off my Kelvin Johnson jersey, threw it at the TV. Grabbed the remote that was on my lap. It was actually like ne- next to me. Grabbed it, threw it, broke the remote. Mm-hmm. Went upstairs. Had to wake up for school the next day. And got bullied all day in school freshman Damn. year high school
1: freshman Damn. year, high school. it was brutal. Speaking of that Hail Mary game, I was so mad. I I also broke the remote as well. I think that was like a national breaker remote day. If okay. you're a Lions fan, but Probably. I was try- also trying so hard not to laugh. You know when you're mad and you try not to laugh, it's like it's it was a it's a terrible feeling. So there was a part when it showed Calvin Johnson and Stafford on the bench. Um, and, man, the Cowboys looked like he was going down the elevator <laughs> and when yeah. he completed that helmet. That was terrible. But it was also funny as hell at the same time. It, it, I was trying so hard not to laugh, but I was so mad. It was just, I don't even C- know. CJ P- C- should have been on the field at that play, man.
4: All right. Um, my worst moment was, um, okay, I, I think it was on a Sunday, right? It was the Lions and Cowboys. Was that a Sunday or Saturday?
3: It was a Sunday. Sunday, it 4 o'clock. It was a Sunday.
4: I'm yeah, it was off, a Sunday game, okay, so I, I'm like, I'm getting back from church, I'm hype as hell, the Lions have a playoff game, we're about to win, the defense is sweet, the offense actually starting to click a little under Lombardi, let's go, let's do this, alright, the offense is playing well, Tate's playing well, the O-line's up and down this game, and then there's this one play, it, it literally, like, this play gives me nightmares every time,
3: Everybody knows so the when they
4: play. picked up the flag, okay, And I'm just sitting there. And no one watches football. Normally my brother watches football with me. My mom and my dad, they're not really football fans. And they're just watching it with me because, you know, it's the playoffs. They're watching it with me. And they're like, what happened? I was like, Jerry Jones paid these guys for sure. Like, what's going on here? I was so (laughs) pissed. I I took my phone. I slammed it on the couch. I took the pillow I threw it at the TV. I cussed at the TV. I yelled explicit words with my family next to me. I really don't like to swear in front of my mom. I think it's disrespectful. But I did that crap, and uh, they they didn't really care because they saw how, how upset I was. And this is like when I was a kid, obviously. So,
3: hey, props to you, man, watching football with your family, watching Lions with your family. I can't do it. You, yeah, bro. My, they tease me too much. Yeah, my dad will be listening to this. He he'll he'll bow me. He he will not watch football game. He will not watch the Lions game with me. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> I don't let them. I don't let anyone watch lines against me. It's just a given. Everyone knows the rule on Sundays at one o'clock from one to four. Do not text me. Do not call me. I'm downstairs in the basement watching the Detroit lines. So don't interrupt me. <laughs> Everyone yeah. knows the rules. So they'll hear me scream. You know, they can't tell if I'm here happy or not. You know, sometimes they'll hear me cuss. That's different, but they know the rules.
1: Don't mess with me on
4: game days. There you, there you go. Know the rules, man.
1: Yeah, it it's all mine. Huh. Question for you man, what type of phone did you have when you slammed this on this couch? Um,
4: uh, what year was this? 14 14 14 I think it was the NV Touch, you know, like okay. the way back in the day, like not have an iPhone. NV Touch. No, I have first. No, have wait, I'm, tripping. I'm tripping, I'm tripping. We I had a page at that time, man. <laughs> iPhone 4th generation, I think. Okay, yeah, iPhone the first iPhone Like the second second iPhone, the second iPhone. And okay. I think I, I think I had an iPhone 4. Like, Yeah, I had an iPhone 4. I remember. My bad. I yeah, was thinking Because
3: I, I remember I ran my. That was like my first year running the Pages in 2014. And I, co- I actually covered that game. So.
4: What's um, your
1: iPhone 4? Nice. iPhone
4: 4. Yeah. They had a case on, but I just threw it on the couch, man. I didn't want to throw it, it, on it on the, the cushion. Break. Yeah, I threw it hard. Like, I slammed it on the cushion. I was like, fuck. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you no. That's like, when you're yeah. mad,
1: but you also care about your, your valuables. You're like, I'm not breaking my phone.
4: Yeah. I'm going to make I sure I slam this shit. Books. I don't throw remotes at TVs. I throw pillows at TVs because I don't want to break shit. Yeah,
1: I, I broke. I definitely broke my remote. I had to call Comcast the next day. Like, look, I need a, I need a new remote. Yeah, that's tough, man. <laughs> All
4: right, Malcolm. I think we have time for one more question. Let's do one more and then wrap it up. We're running out of time.
2: Hey, Melissa. I just wanted to talk some with the lines. What more let to say? But like. To the elements, but now we're just losing. I know it's our fault. A demon's awful. Like, how can you just keep the same thing over and over and keep failing? She plays honestly, as would just she every single play, the well, season's over, it doesn't even matter. And she's like, oh, we'll watch it, we'll win a game. Like, that's so annoying. It's just, One of the best Kiwi's and we're just abusing him. Like, how can we that? He's not going to be amazing for 15 more years. He doesn't have the longevity of Stafford or Tom Brady or whatever. I think it's yeah. I think we just put some good money on pass on a, special we know that like Chandler Jones or Demarcus Lawrence for good for We They're a nice offense. We shouldn't even get one up in the, the draft. Stack up our defense. That's what I want to say. Anyway, peace. Okay, All okay. Right. We, so so,
3: respect, we respect your question, man, but um, I don't know how to answer it. So Malcolm, you want to go ahead and answer this question?
1: I mean, it's tough. It's tough in a in a, in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know why they keep failing it over and over. I've been honestly, I've been a Lions fan since since Barry, uh, <laughs> since ninety seven. So there has been a lot of losing seasons that I witness. Um, that's just tough. I mean, I don't even know exactly. I mean, I do know how to fix it. We need a running game. We need a defense. You mix that with Stafford, right? I think you got some success. But I mean, this is just tough. You have anything, here
4: That's easier said than done. What you said, and um, oh. I just, I just think like I'm done with this Patriot way bullshit. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay, guys, I
3: appreciate all the calls. It was fun. Leave them more calls in. Malcolm mentioned the number just in a little bit as we wrap it up. Okay, well, that is a wrap to episode sixty of the Pride Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 60. Us talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Again, hope this can give you a little laugh after a shitty loss, but it is what it is. Um, But I'm out. Peace out, Lines fans.
4: All right, guys. Before I let you out, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all the support. And once again, our one year, we could not have done it without you guys. Thanks for all the support, and we'll continue to provide you guys with the best content. I'm out. Alright
1: everybody, um I want to thank everybody for leaving voicemails. Um if you want to leave a voicemail, want to vent, got a question for us, or just wanna just want to leave your voice on podcast, um give us a call, leave a voicemail. The phone number is 313 355 3116 And I'm out. Peace.